Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we take away the stigma of telling the truth about grief. After two decades of grieving the profound losses of two of my children, it finally occurred to me that I could choose to end the struggle. All the work over the years of trying to shield myself and those around me from my raw, unbridled pain hadn't gotten me anywhere but right here, smack in the middle of relentless struggle. I spent years yearning, reading, journaling, meditating, in coaching and therapy and in prayer, trying to achieve some state of quote-unquote feeling better. What I now know is that quote-unquote feeling better was never a worthy goal. Looking back, I wish someone had told me that my job wasn't to quote-unquote feel better, but rather to create a life around the massive craters in my heart that would never move or again be filled. Finally, a goal I can work with. So I ended the struggle and let everything be here, which resulted in my creation of the healing path. This is a place to share our experiences and our compassion on our journeys, to shift our energy from covering up our scars and instead wearing them as the medals of honor that they are. So thank you for joining this episode. Today I am uh, chatting about a post that I call, Let That Shit Go. So I recently tried something new and I went for a session in the local float tank I'd heard about the benefits of this type of sensory deprivation for a while, and a friend invited me, so we went. If you don't know much about floating, there are many therapeutic effects, all of which can be found uh, in research. And although that's true, I didn't really conduct any due diligence before going. I know we're comforted by not knowing what to expect, but the benefit of trying something new is to challenge our brains to become open agile and alert. So I passed on researching in advance and simply showed up. Since my friend and I were having dinner afterwards, I'd had a fresh shower and dried my hair. Parentheses, women know why this is an important piece of information. End parentheses. That was my first mistake because part of the pre-float preparation is to completely shower off all makeup, lotions, or products of any kind. So the hair and makeup efforts for dinner went swiftly out the window. After showering off, I stepped into the tank pod where I quote-unquote floated for 30 minutes. I was glad to have a short session for the first time, as it was definitely an, an intense experience, which I didn't totally surrender to. Although I had some fantastic glimpses of what that might be like, meaning feelings of exceptional solitude and periods of non-thinking. A longer session may have overwhelmed my inaugural non-sensory experience, but I would try it again for longer next time. When I entered the pod, the water was still, thick, and it conformed around any movement I made. It was the same temperature as my skin and the air. So the idea is that our bodies sort of become one with the environment. The room was silent, and I wore earplugs to keep the salt out of my ears. Being partially submerged, I could only hear what sounded like the loud pounding of my slow but steady heartbeat. When my time was up, there was a chime of sorts to let me know. Somewhat off kilter, I slowly moved to the shower and washed the salt off. 
I felt a little like I was off the ground by an inch or so. I moved intentionally so as not to get dizzy and fall. And I carefully got dried and dressed in the room where the shower and the float tank were. It was very quiet in the studio. I literally moved around from the float tank room I'd been assigned into one of the bathrooms without seeing or hearing anyone. I felt present, proud to have taken on something new, and very much in the quote-unquote zen mode. I had an intense awareness of every step I was taking, and all of my body mechanics were in slow motion. I was deeply in my breath and actually still in a meditative state. As I entered the bathroom, almost like a floating lotus, (laughs) I looked at the wall where I saw a beautiful poster of a Buddha statue with the words, quote, let that shit go, unquote, written underneath. I snapped out of my mental trance just as fast as I started laughing out loud. And I remembered that I am in a human body and it was time to return to being in it. Later, in talking with Chris, the owner of Synergy Float Center, which is where I was, we were chuckling about the implied irony of the Buddha poster. Chris said, some people take issue with it, saying it's inappropriate. The irony, of course, and why we giggled, is the very fact that someone would quote-unquote take issue with it supports the need for us to be reminded to, in fact, do what the poster said and let that shit go. Even the Buddha has a smile on his face and taught us not to take ourselves or our egos too seriously. Bottom line, I will definitely try floating again and be a little better prepared next time. But in the meantime, I'll continue to benefit from this session I already enjoyed by being reminded to detach from outcome, which is truly the underlying goal of most of our therapeutic practices. So thanks for listening to this episode of The Healing Path and talking about, quote unquote, let that shit go. My point was, we can get very um, concerned and kind of absorbed with with format and sometimes miscontent. So when I'm floating above the ground like a lotus, um, you know, in the back of this float studio and it's quiet and I'm I'm all in my Zen mode, um, I just loved seeing that picture of the Buddha with the quote underneath because it reminds me that the format. And, and everything that I had described about feeling relaxed and, um, you know, in a meditative state and all those things, while they definitely occurred, um, truly the point of doing it is not how it appears or what I call it, the, the point of doing it, as I believe all of our therapeutic practices are, to help us create a space in our minds and between stimulus and response And remember that there is plenty of room for the experiences that we're having, whether they be grief or whether they be joy, Um, that we allow them all to be here, that we welcome them, and that we don't attach to outcome. So if you are participating in any awesome therapeutic practices, make sure that while you're thinking about what you may be feeling or how you may be appearing, the truth is we're really just there to create that space between each passing moment. So have fun with that. Thank you again for joining us for this episode of The Healing Path. And please visit lisamcfarland.com for more on this and other posts. We're looking forward to launching our digital support community called Scars to Metals. 
That's S-C-A-R-S, the number two in the word medals, M-E-D-A-L-S, in just a few short months. In the meantime, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. Thanks for listening.